uh, talking about Spotify and the, and the spot they find themselves in. Um, so to talk about that, we are going to uh, bring in now Eric Alper, who is, well, he's all things music. He's a music columnist. He's a writer. He's a host on Sirius XM. He, he's a music expert. Would that be fair, Eric? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, about, how about the guy that just you know, is so happy to talk to people like you so my wife doesn't have to listen to me talk about this in the house. You've got to be talking to somebody about it, so it might as well be us. We appreciate it, Eric. Um, this, this, this whole situation with Spotify, of course, they spent a truckload of money to get exclusive rights to Joe Rogan, right? That's step one in this process. Right. So they paid Joe Rogan $100 million over five years for him to have his Joe Rogan Experience podcast exclusively on Spotify. And the reason they did that is because Joe Rogan is incredibly successful. His podcast is an absolute media monster, right? Oh, yeah. You know, if you were to tell me... 15 years ago that the guy from news radio and fear factor and then the (laughs) MMA commentator would probably be one of the most valued and trusted resources for um, a disease stripling the entire planet. I would probably want to take the same drugs that you were on. Um, But that's what happens when money is the most important thing, and it should be in most businesses, is that he brings a absolute huge amount yeah. of new subscribers, like somewhere in the neighborhood of 30, 40, 50 million subscribers, specifically to Spotify at $10 each. You know, Spotify ends up with a pretty good deal when you come to think of it. Absolutely, they do. And uh, and now the problem, as you said, there's a lot of people very upset. Not, you know, Joe, and, and I, I got I to gotta take issue with something you said there. I don't think Joe has ever set out to be an expert on anything. And I don't oh, think no. he's ever thought his podcast would be some sort of authority on anything. In fact, he says, I don't have a clue what the hell I'm talking about. I bring people on to talk about it. Um, Absolutely. You look, you know better than anybody else. You go do a one hour show, two hour show, three hour show. There's probably stuff after you leave the office that just not in your brain going, why did I say that? Absolutely. The problem becomes is that I think if you were to catch Joe Rogan in his quietest moments, he knows that hanging around the MMA, being a comedian on Netflix, you know, you've got to create buzz. You know, it's a tough world out there to gather an audience. And so I don't think he's maliciously um, calling for people to take horse pills or anything like that. All he's doing is really is what Spotify is doing. They're just letting people hear whatever side of the issue he feels like talking about today with no judgment, um, you know, uh, up to a certain point, and just letting the people decide. That's all Spotify wants to do. They want to have a platform where you can have Joe Rogan and you can have Michelle Obama yeah. both on the same platform. And in fact, that's pretty much the entire world where you can have a cable system and have both CNN and Fox at your liking. And then you can decide with your wallet and your time which one you want to go for. The problem becomes is then it becomes bigger. It becomes artists standing up for what they believe in, and then audiences thinking that it could be censorship for calling on... Well, it would be. It would be, Aaron. I'm Neil Young. You either get me or you get Joe Rogan, but not both. But that's not censorship. Censorship is essentially, you know, not having something being able to be accessible to the large majority of the people. Neil Young isn't saying that. He's just saying, look, you can have Joe Rogan on your podcast and on your platform. 
I just don't want to put my music. No, I'm not saying what I'm not saying what Neil kind of followed suit. Yeah, no, I'm not saying what Neil is saying is censorship. But if it got to the point where Spotify said, "Okay, we're not going to provide our platform anymore to Joe Rogan," um, it basically would be drumming him off the platform, where it, which is his sole platform. So uh, there is a censorship component to if this went the other way. But but the bigger discussion here is now we've got Neil Young, we've got Joni Mitchell, we've got Nils Lofgren. Love them all. Yeah. Um, but they're punching way above their weight, and you cut, you admire them for taking a stand and, and and sticking to their beliefs. But is that really going to have an impact on Spotify? Do you think? Um, well, if you take a look at, I, I think a little bit of miscommunication that the about the the headlines happening today with Spotify dropping in terms of stock. Obviously, there is a lot of canceled subscribers to the platform. Um, but no, it would be, I think, you know, as a as a somebody who works with artists, it would be kind of interesting to see somebody under the age of seventy stand up for what right. they believe in when it comes to this issue. Um, but, you know, I don't fault a Justin Bieber, Billie Eilish, The Weeknd, Drake, Taylor Swift for not, might not wanting to take a stand. They make a lot of money yeah. through Spotify. And sometimes when you take a look at those numbers, Neil Young was getting 6 million streams a year. That's the equivalent of about $24,000 in terms of revenue. He can make that in just in T-shirt sales in one hour at his show. Joni Mitchell had less than that. She had actually 3 million um, listens every month. Um, so when you end up with that kind of numbers, you think, okay, so they might come from a different generation where you have to stand up and believe what you believe. Both Joni and Neil suffered from polio as children. Yep. They both have been friends for a long time. They believe in science. They believe in, in vaccination because they might not have been here. So, you know, there's a lot of moving parts around here, but Spotify has long had a disclaimer on their platform, they have they already have a hate content and hateful conduct policy, which is that if you're a white supremacist rock band, you will be banned from the from the platform. If you divulge in misinformation and lies about the COVID vaccine killing people, you will be booted off the platform. But you can say that you know that Spotify has done the thing correctly, which is they now have a disclaimer which informs Joe Rogan's audiences if their guests have opinions contrary to the consensus of experts, right. scientists, the medical community, and the you know traditional correct news media outlets, which is what Twitter does, which is what Facebook does, which is what YouTube does. Where does this go, Eric? What's, I mean, will we see more artists jump in on to this and will it like i it's not i don't think it's going to move spotify i mean like we said uh joe rogan is he he's the he's the guy around spotify i mean that's where they're making the majority of their money right yeah i i think what it does is it leaves it open for the eric and shane duo to finally record harvest and make some money really <laughs> no, i mean i don't even know if that's a possibility, but i think we should totally go for it. where does it leave us Absolutely nowhere. Um, it, nothing is yeah. really going to change. It's an amazing story to see what goes on in terms of business, stocks, artists standing up for what they believe in. And it'll be like this, I think, for another couple of days or so. Um, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But absolutely, there is no chance that Joe Rogan leaves Spotify. Zero. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Eric, good stuff. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much for having me. We'll talk soon. You bet. That's Eric Alper.